Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm your host, the autistic woman. Do you wonder what to say to someone who doesn't understand autism? I'll talk about three things that can help you start a dialogue. This episode is about changing the narrative. Most of us autistics have heard it, unflattering words to describe autism. We've seen it, the way people look at us when they hear the word autistic. We're judged so often that we begin to question our own identity. We hear worn-out phrases like, You don't look autistic. You're high-functioning. I would never have guessed it. You have a mild case of autism. I've heard or thought things that were similar to this myself before I understood another point of view, before I learned from other autistics. Personally, I now prefer autistic person, autistic or neurodivergent to describe myself. At times, I say person with autism. I'm not going to speak about Asperger's in this episode. It's controversial, and there are people who object to it. There are some who are comfortable with it and who are entitled to make the choice to use it. I did. I've chosen not to, for now. I changed how I describe myself after I was better educated about autism. I talk to people who use high and low functioning, who don't understand it. I'd like to see a change. I feel that angrily telling someone not to use words I don't like is not going to help us progress. I was recently called high-functioning with a mild case of autism by a friend. I admit that the subject was unexpected. I replied in a way that I hope my friend could understand, in a way to open the dialogue. I didn't intend to start a war of words. I chose to meet her where she was at in her understanding of autism. I said, actually, I have a severe case of autism, as it would be called by non-autistics. I saw a look of doubt and surprise. I explained that autism is not the same as a learning disability. It's not a visible physical disability. It's a brain that's differently wired, and that wiring can't be changed. She still looked puzzled. I let my brain process the question and later told her that the reason I may seem like I have a mild case of autism is because I have masked my whole life. I've pretended to be neurotypical. I've used a tremendous amount of energy to hide it, and I didn't even realize I was doing that. I hoped an example would help, so I said, I'm a highly intelligent person, and I'm autistic. I was an A student in high school, graduating in three years. It took me 10 years to get my bachelor's degree. That's autism. Intellect is different. She didn't agree or disagree. This was all new to her. I'm autistic, and it's affected my life profoundly. Autism has often made life difficult. It's also the reason I have a perspective that's responsible for many of my successes. I feel frustrated by misinformation. 
I'm not faulting the uninformed. I want a meaningful way to explain autism in the few minutes I have someone's attention. People make assumptions about the meaning of high-functioning, low-functioning, and on-the-spectrum. They're likely immeasurable things and have no real meaning. On occasion, I talk about this podcast to a person who isn't autistic. I explain it as a podcast for late-diagnosed autistic adults without intellectual disability. That's true, yet it's not enough to give a person a sense of what autism is. I might go on. I recently completed a series on domestic violence. Autistics are particularly susceptible to being victims. This added information piques interest because it's relatable. Most people have heard of and even know about domestic violence. They'll say, I didn't know a person could be more susceptible. And now they're curious to know more. To open a dialogue, autistics can find a way to describe and relate the autistic experience. When someone says we're high-functioning, we know where they're at in their understanding. I'm uncomfortable with calling people out as ableist or using a harsh tone to show our disapproval. I don't see that as useful. Most of the time, the person's intent isn't malicious and is based largely on a lack of accurate information. For example, learning a few words in French won't make an English-speaking person into an expert. I found that there are three things that might change how people think of autism. Openness, accuracy, and relatability. Openness means we make it easy for people to talk to us about autism. Accuracy means being clear about what autism is and exposing the myths that surround it. Relatability is the way we share our experiences so a neurotypical person can understand. An autistic trait is the love of learning and teaching. We could educate the neurotypical world like no one else can. Have you ever thought about this? Autistics might spend a lifetime observing neurotypicals and trying to be like them. I haven't seen non-autistics do that. They show little desire to understand, let alone be like us. We might want to fit into their world, but the reverse isn't true. Despite our genuine attempts to act neurotypical, we remain autistic. We learn what autism is and how to see it in ourselves. Life experience gives us an advantage in relating our experience by comparison. As in the example, we're experts at English and we know a lot of French. In my view, the narrative, in other words, the way autism is talked about, is ready for change. Autistics are uniquely suited to lead the way. Can we open the discussion to all the autistic brains to contribute? Can we find a way to change the narrative? The time is right now. 
Post your thoughts and ideas on Twitter or contact me at an autistic woman or by email at info at theautisticwoman.com. I appreciate the supporters who make this podcast possible. You too can become a patron by following the Patreon link in the show notes. Remember that hearing from you is one of the best parts of my day. Thank you. This has been Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm the autistic woman. Slava Ukraine.